Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jinlin. Um, I promised in the last, in episode number two, so I think I'm going to name this one like 2B because in the second episode for this live update weekend, I started talking a little bit about therapy stuff and I feel like not everybody wants to hear that and I would probably get, like I made that thing in less than 10 minutes it probably would have been like 20 minutes by itself if I had told this whole story. So, um, especially having other things to talk about, I would have kept coming back around to it and whatever. I didn't realize how sleepy I am because I keep yawning and I'm sorry about that too. Um, okay. So let me talk to you guys about, um, what I had said is that I was realizing that I was content. So, Oh yeah. So yeah, this is why, cause I, I really kind of wanted to get into a story time about this because this could be affecting other people and it really sucks. And I probably need to talk a little bit about it when I go back into the clean with me because I don't think I even talked about this whole not leaving my house. Now I recorded some other episodes before. I don't think I uploaded any of them because I've been getting really bad about that. But I know that there was a couple times I did little updates, and it's possible that one of them is, I said a little something about this. Um, but right before Valentine's Day, or on Valentine's Day, I had that weekend to myself, and I went out and got my, my kids some stuff for Valentine's Day. I did not want to leave the house. But in this situation, it was more important for me to get my kids something for Valentine's Day than to worry about, you know, I don't, I don't want to leave. I really didn't want to have nothing for them on Valentine's Day. So I went out and got the stuff that I wanted to get for them. So after that, I had several other weekends where I had time to myself, had the weekend to myself. And every time that I wanted to leave the house... Like, I couldn't get myself to leave the house. And it was really kind of crazy. Like, I was just like, what's going on? Like, I need to be able to leave my house. Um, I just thought of something I need to write down. So... For several weekends, like not in a row, but you know, every other weekend, like I could not get myself to leave the house. And the last time that it happened before I talked to my therapist, um, I was just in tears. Like I was so upset that I, I wanted to go do some stuff and I just could not get myself to leave the house and it really upset me. So anyway, um, yeah, so I, um, the next time that I talked to my therapist, I started talking to her about this and she's like, this sounds like panic attacks that you're having. And I'm like, no, or she may have said anxiety attacks. I don't know. I do kind of differentiate between them a little bit. I have had real panic attacks before, like where you feel like you're going to die and you feel like you're high. It's like you're hyperventilating. You think you're going to have a heart attack or you think you're sick to your stomach. Like you have a stomach virus. Like I've had those kind before, 
Um, and this was not that. But we found some parallels to my old panic attacks because she, she asked me. We talked about it a little bit, and I was like, no, I don't think it is. And she just moved on, which I loved. I was like, I got to get better at doing that and, like, not shoving stuff down people's throats. Um, but she came back to it. She's like, well, what did you do in the past when you had, had them? And I started – I was like, well – at that time, I had Xanax because um, at that time, you could have something for ADD and something for anxiety, which I have both. But now, you can't do that. You can only have one or the other. You can't. Well, you can have something for anxiety, but it's not as clean as Xanax, and it knock you on your ass for like three days. Like, you won't be able to... It doesn't calm you down like Xanax does. It just puts you to sleep, basically. Um, It's like an antihistamine that's just really strong. I can't remember the name of it. Um, But anyway, it works. But, like, yeah. You're not coming back from that thing for a couple days. Like, you're going to be, like, dragging. And then that just makes everything worse to me. Like, not being productive is, like, bothers me. Anyway, so... But I told her, like, so with my doctor, we talked about the fact that when I had the, when I just knew that I had it and I could take it, like a bottle is supposed to last for, well, they give you, so the bottle lasts for a month. The prescription lasts for six months. So like you could have three refills. Wait. No, I think I would always have, like, three refills on it. Like, you could have refills on those. But, okay, so the prescription was only good for six months. That's what it was. But it wasn't like you could only have it every... You could get it every month, and you could go back and get... I don't know. I didn't need it every day. I had um, a bottle that was for a month like 30 days worth or 30 pills or whatever. Like I still have, I mean, I don't take them because they would show up in a drug test if I took it, but like, I still have the prescriptions that she gave me before just having the bottle like helped me. So that was one of the ways that I dealt with it. Like just knowing that I had it caused me to a lot of times not have one. But the other thing was, is that the only time this is before my daughter was born, my youngest, I would only have them whenever my kids were gone. And so I have not had, uh, knock on wood, like I have not had a serious panic attack. Um, like one of the ones that would just, like I had to go to sleep until I went to sleep. Like it wasn't, I couldn't get any relief. Um, but I have not had one like that since, before my daughter was born but then when she was asking me like what was the same and everything I was like or or how I dealt with them that's when it hit me that the times when I can't leave the house it's when my kids are gone that's when I can't leave the house and it's not like like I can leave the house if I have an appointment or somewhere to be like I got my hair cut the last time that I had a weekend to myself I went and got my hair cut um, actually did a bunch of stuff because I had family in town. So I did a bunch of stuff that weekend. But it's because other people are, like, relying on me. Like, if there's nothing, like, if I don't have an appointment scheduled and I don't have anything I have to do, 
I would just like not leave the house. And it was bothering me because I wanted to go places. But if I did not have a reason, like a legit, like somebody's expecting me to be there, I wouldn't do it. I would just, I would be like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, doing it. And then nope. So anyway, what we started talking about in this session was like, it seems like I... Um, I'm just so not used to like a normal life. I'm used to like one crisis after another, one fire to put out after another. That has been my entire existence for like the last 20 years. Cause like, if you add up the two marriages that I've been in, it's 20 years, the last 20 years I've been married and with a little brief time that I wasn't. And then I've been a year that I've been separated, but the two together is 20 years. And both of those people, and I'm, it's not, it wasn't not always necessarily just, I didn't have to make it my thing to do, but I just did. It was part of the whole thing. And Um, Make sure that you validate your children because even if you're not abusive, physically, emotionally, whatever, if you don't, if children's feelings aren't validated and they're not allowed to just feel a certain way about things, like it's always wrong, those people can become um, codependent. Like just not being validated can cause you to be codependent, which I feel like is probably kind of what got me into those situations. Um, and I've, I catch myself now cause I, one thing that I've always done is play devil's advocate cause that was always done to me. And I realized that I've really spent a lot of time invalidating how my kids felt about things by trying to get them to see the other person's perspective, which I still think is a good thing, but sometimes people just need you to listen and be like, I would probably feel the exact same way if that happened to me. I think a lot of people would feel that way if that happened to them. Sometimes that's all they need to hear. Um, and also just growing up, like, women's role was, you know, you don't get angry and you don't speak out and you don't, like, that's how my mom was raised and she brought that on to me too. Um, so that's a lot of it. But I realized that just a normal existence. I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, and I realized, I don't remember what was going on. I don't know if I've, if I've told you guys this, I, I don't know if I've, I don't know what's been uploaded with news and stuff like my divorce is final. So I'm divorced officially. I think I might've said like the papers were signed before. I might've uploaded about that, but like it was a month later. So it's actually done now. Um, the week after that happened, um, he totaled the truck that we owned jointly, which ended up getting paid off by insurance, which was a blessing to me because I don't have to worry about him being attached to my credit. But after that happened, I was just like, okay, what's next? Okay. What's next? Okay, what's next? Okay. Well, I better not 
try to figure anything out with my own life because something else is going to happen. And, like, nothing has. I mean, I'm not saying nothing has, like, you know. But, like, what I realized in that... So, the whole situation, like, obviously thing, other things have happened. Not between us or anything like that. But what I realized was... I was basing my life. I was basing my next move. I was basing what I was doing on that. What are the next outside circumstances that I don't see coming? Like what's going to happen next? I have to be ready for it. Like it was miserable. It made me anxious. And then just like, so the other thing that I talked about with my therapist was like, just this thing where it's like, I don't know what to do. When I don't have a fire to put out, I'm so used to like, so a lot of my productivity time was just fixing things that suddenly popped up and it's like, I had these other plans, but now I can't do them because this emergency has popped up and now I have to deal with this. And so like, just to have like a normal, like, okay, it's just another day. We go to work tomorrow. And like, like I realize even my evenings and <clears throat> weekends a lot of times I don't I keep them like clear because I'm probably gonna have something else I gotta do when I get home or when I do this or what like it's just crazy it's it's such a weird it's like I don't even know what parts of my life are mine like I don't know if that makes sense. It's just like, I spent so much of my life helping other people figure their stuff out that I don't even know. I don't even know what I don't know that I'm missing here. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but like, I could actually go to Target after work if I want to. I could go, um, I could take my kids out to eat to a restaurant on a weeknight if I want to. Like, I don't have to wait on anybody. I don't have to see if it's okay. I don't have to see what kind of mood they're in to see if that's even a possibility because if they're in a bad mood, then there's just no way that's happening and I don't want to tell the kids ahead of time and then them be upset whenever I have to say no because I have to deal with a grown-up that can't... And not necessarily of their own fault because a lot of times it's because... Well, you've always taken care of it, so why aren't you taking care of it this time? Um, anyway, I know that's a lot of stuff. I don't know why I'm, like, suddenly so congested. Like, I took allergy medicine. I took, I squirted this stuff in my nose, like, nasal spray stuff. I'm just, like, really hearing it now for some reason. Um... Yeah, so anyway, I'm actually going to eat... And then I'm going to do my clean with me because I'm hungry right now, but I am going to do a clean with me and then I'm going to upload this and the other one. Um, okay. So like, what am I doing? Um, what have I done differently? Let me talk about that for a minute. So like the last open weekend that I had, like I said, we had family coming into town and the thing is, though, usually whenever I have free time, like, it's so sacred to me. Like, I won't even, I'm putting this in air quotes, waste it on 
spending time with anybody else. But I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go have lunch and get my hair cut. And like, I did a ton of stuff because like you only get one life. And I was like, let me see what this is like. I have free time all the time. Like I don't have to use, you know, like this opportunity is not going to come up again where I have no kids and I have family in town. I can go be with adults and have meals with adults and talk with adults. Like, yeah, I'm going. So I did. And, um, I've been just kind of like, I haven't been doing a lot that much. I mean, this is only two weeks ago that this whole thing happened with my therapist and we talked about it and everything. But like, I've just been kind of noticing stuff and being like, well, I could do this. Well, I could do that. I could do it this way or I could do it that way. And there's a couple of things that I can't remember. There's something I did the other day that was kind of like out of character. Oh, the weekend after that, the thing with my therapist Um, I went to my church and I made meals for hungry children. Um, we put these like rice pack things together. And then after that, I just spontaneously decided to take my kids to the zoo, like in another city. So we like spent the night in a hotel and stuff. We went shopping at a mall that night and then we went to the zoo the next day and we just had a freaking blast. Um, just like, I mean, it wasn't like so much that the whole thing was like super fun or anything, but it was just like, it was cool. I don't know. It was just like, this is cool. We should do this. And we did. So, um, I just been like trying some different things out. Like I don't have to keep things exactly like, I don't have anybody to ask permission anymore. Not like I was really asking permission But it just always seemed like when I had an idea or wanted to do something, and this is a common thing with people who are in like codependent stuff, it's like the second that you have an idea, ooh, let me do this. Like I haven't done that in a long time. It's like the other person suddenly has this emergency come up or some kind of crisis or whatever, and you just cannot do what you were planning. And you're just constantly disappointed, constantly disappointed. And you feel like you're always giving everything and then not having anything given back. So anyway, that is my, um, that's my whole deal. And see, there's 20 minutes right there. Told you guys. So, um, yeah, I just, I wanted to get all that out because maybe it'll help somebody. I don't know. But like another thing I learned from this whole thing is like anxiety can show up in a lot of different ways. And I know some of my ways anxiety shows up. I do have panic attacks occasionally, but also, um, a lot of times my anxiety comes out as trying to control a situation, especially if I'm worried that somebody's going to get hurt or something's going to go wrong. Um, for example, my ex one time was trying to fry chicken on our gas stove and gas already terrifies me. So oil boiling oil, which the chicken was great. It was really good. He did a good job. He knew what he was doing, but I was sitting there saying so much stuff to him that he was starting to second guess himself and he got really upset over it, which he had every right to. I mean, the way 
he made it all out to be my fault was not that great. But like, I also knew I was doing it at one point. I was like, like, I want to spend time with you. I want to be in here while you're cooking, but like, I have to go close myself in the bedroom because my stress level right now is through the roof. Cause I'm so anxious about this situation because the gas scares me and the oil scares me. So I need to remove myself from the situation because I'm making you crazy with my stuff. But like, I know that about myself and I will remove myself from the situation when I know that I'm doing that, when I recognize I'm doing that. Um, but this was really eye opening to me to see that my anxiety sometimes can be keeping me from doing stuff. And the other thing about that, just like having that bottle would keep me from having the anxiety attacks, realizing that it's an anxiety attack. When I realized that there was like this switch that clicked and I was like, Oh, uh, uh-uh. it is not going down like this. Like this is not going to keep me in my house. I am not like, there is nothing out there that's going to hurt me. The worst thing that can happen. I get my feelings hurt. I feel weird. I come home. Big deal. Like, And then the, okay, so this is the really crazy part about the whole thing. Sorry, I guess this is going to be a little bit longer. I realized, which I realized this before talking to her, but in the process of talking to her, I realized that one of the things that was going in through my head was like, the thing I was anxious about was I was going to go out and somebody that he knew was going to see me and tell him or his family what I was doing. Like, I literally, the weekend that I was crying, I wanted to go and buy some boiled peanuts. That's what I wanted to go do. Like, who cares if somebody sees me and tells them that they saw me buying some boiled peanuts? Like, who cares? That's so dumb. But I was legit, could not leave my house because of it. It wasn't just that, though. There was also, like, I was making a big deal out of the order that I wanted to do things in. Cause I wanted to go get groceries at this dollar general that I knew had cold stuff and I needed some cold stuff. And then I wanted to get the boiled peanuts too, but I didn't want to get the boiled peanuts first and have them sit in my car and make my car smell like boiled peanuts. But I couldn't go to the store first either and buy the cold, which I could have. Cause like literally how long are you going to be sitting at the gas station? And it wasn't even hot outside. So pretty much everything would have stayed cold, but I went back and forth and completely like wound myself up into just not going. Um, so anyway, I do not know where this, this like sudden, like my nasal passages are swelling. That's what's causing this sound that's starting to come out of my mouth and sound nasally. I don't know. I can breathe fine. Like my nose is not stopped up. I took 24 hour allergy medicine earlier and did a nasal spray. This doesn't make any sense why this is happening right now. It's so crazy. Anyway. Okay. That's my little therapy session for today.